Welcome back to another episode of Consciously Clueless. You're here because you want to learn about how to live a healthier life, how to live more sustainably, how to take your everyday actions and make them work for you and the planet. Sometimes it might feel like you've got this figured out and other times you probably feel lost. That's why I'm here. Together, we will learn how to live happier, healthier lives without the need to be perfect and always allowing space for a little cluelessness on this journey to living a more conscious life. This episode is another installment in the monthly series, My Vegan Story, here on Consciously Clueless. This episode, we hear from Miriam, the founder of the Vegan Business School, on why she went vegan and how it's impacted her life. Here we go. Hi, my name is Miriam. And I'm the founder of the Vegan Business School, an online school for people who want to start their own vegan business. And I also organize events for vegan entrepreneurs and I write about veganism in German-speaking newspapers. That's a bit about me, but we are here to talk about how I got there, how I became vegan. Well, it all started a bit more than 10 years ago. I mean, a very sweet, fluffy, cheeky bunny named Kitty. So let me explain. When I was a kid and also as a young adult, I never felt a strong connection with animals, even though we grew up with pets. I liked animals, but only when they were on my plate. So my mom even called me tiger as a nickname because I loved to eat meat so much. So becoming vegetarian, not to speak vegan, was completely out of question for me. This wouldn't change. Until the little rock star bunny Kili entered my life in my early 20s. And how did it happen? So one night my sister brought home two bunnies, which were about to be killed. And I immediately fell in love with the girl bunny. Throughout the years of living together, Kili really taught me that even a small and very quiet animal like a rabbit has a big personality. And she was just very cheeky demanding, and I would say quite bossy for a bunny. And her partner, on the other hand, was completely different. I'd say opposites attract even in Animal Kingdom. So I felt a very strong connection with her, and she also helped me to understand that animals have feelings and needs, that they are playful, funny, and also experience pain and suffering. And then slowly it happened. I started to feel bad eating meat in front of her. And I think I intuitively knew that what my little bunny feels also applies to other animals, including the one on my plate. But this alone didn't make me vegan yet. Um, there were two more factors needed that helped me to embrace what I was feeling and to finally teach me it. So first, I was living with my sister uh, back then. It's the time when I was doing my bachelor's and she was already a vegan. So she's vegan for about 17 years or more. We cook tasty plant-based food all the time at home. So vegan eating just became really normal for me. Second factor was a documentary on German-speaking TV, which showed the implication of meat consumptions on humans and animals and the environment. So I got the full picture of what this is about. And on April 2012, so 11 years ago, I decided to go vegetarian. And back then, uh, there were no meat replacements on the market, just a bit of uh, tofu, only soy milk, and some crappy oat milk available. I was living in Switzerland back then, so uh, like the vegan market was like really not developed there. And going vegan still seemed way too difficult for me. 
at least this is what I thought, uh, because transition because the transition couldn't be stopped anymore. And yeah, I also started to feel bad eating eggs in front of my bunny. And I knew that chickens, no matter if organic or not, were not living a happy life and suffering from how they were treated. Well, same as my bunny would suffer, right? So I kept reducing my animal products intake while also being more open to the information out there about the animal-based industry and what is actually going on. And in the end, finally I could bring it all together, the feelings of my bunny kinney and how other animals feel, that they feel the same, the negative impact of meat consumption, and also that there's actually a very tasty alternative to all of this, which is plant-based eating. And on April 2013, so it's 10 years ago, I noticed that I was, you know, I was actually not eating animal products anymore. So I told myself, well, it looks like I'm a vegan now. And yeah, so I became vegan. And from that moment on, I never looked back, never regretted my decision, of course. And guess what? My bunny, she passed away a few days after I had made the decision to go vegan. It was as if she had accomplished a mission. And over the course of the, you know, the past few years, I also felt that being vegan in private is not enough for me but I, that I also want to dedicate my professional life to the cause. So I started a few vegan businesses and projects. Some failed, some succeeded, until I started a business which is deeply connected to my passion, my values and my talents, which is the Vegan Business School, which I uh, mentioned in the beginning. So I can now say that I'm really, really happy f- to be a vegan for many years already. And that I could turn my veganism into a full-time occupation and just to support the growth of the vegan vegan movement through the vegan business school. And I think it has never been as easy and exciting as now to be vegan and to explore vegan food, vegan fashion, and all kinds of, of animal-free products. So if you're doubting, now is the moment. Go for it. Thanks for listening to another episode of Consciously Clueless. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe, share with your friends, put it on social media. Don't forget to tag me. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods, leave a review. Reviews and shares help more people to see the podcast and join in on the fun. If you want to make sure to stay up to date on future episodes, follow me at Consciously Carly on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or Pinterest, and head to consciouslycarly.com to sign up for the newsletter. Ready for more Conscious Living content? Check out patreon.com slash consciouslycarly and join the exclusive community over there. And finally, if you're ready to take better care of yourself and the world, let's work together. Click the link in the show notes to head to the website, find out more, and schedule a free discovery call with me. Chat soon. This podcast is supported by Parade Underwear. Parade believes that the materials that touch your skin should be as comfortable as possible wherever life takes you. That's why their styles come in a large range of fabrics from seamless universal that disappears under clothes to cozy waffles plush comfort that keep you comfy on every occasion. Parade understands that everyone deserves to express themselves however they choose because we're all unique. And Parade knows that there's no parade without our planet. They strive to make all of their products from reclaimed, recycled, responsible, renewable, or regenerative materials. This is really a win-win-win. I love Parade. I've been wearing them for a while now, and I can't recommend them enough. And of course, we love the mission. 
Use code consciously.carly for 20% off your first order. That's C-O-N-S-C-I-O-U-S-L-Y dot C-A-R-L-Y, consciously.carly. Enjoy your new undies. (laughs) 